everyone, and thank you for joining our podcast, Taking Stock, where we talk about all things retail. My name is Norbert Altenstad, and I'll be the moderator for this exciting episode. Our topic today is retail's dynamic road to recovery, how the pandemic has accelerated the adoption of contactless payments and QR codes. We're excited to host two industry leaders who have recently announced a business partnership. Jesta, a global developer and provider of business management software solutions for retailers, e-tailers, and wholesalers, and Uansfer, a leading alternative payment platform that helps businesses connect with consumers around the world. Today, Jerome Dorchimont, Chief Revenue Officer at Uansfer, and Arvind Gupta, President of Jesta IS, We'll be talking about how the pandemic has accelerated the adoption of contactless payments and QR codes. Arvin, according to a recent Forbes article, just 3% of payment cards used in the United States were contactless, versus around 64% in Canada, Latin America, and Europe, and up to 96% in Asia-Pac. Because of the pandemic, contactless payments are beginning to make a more, a lot more sense to businesses and consumers all over the world. How and why is it important for Jesta Technology to support contactless payments? Arvind? Thank you, Norbert. So now where Jesta comes into play is that we have been for the last decades and decades been looking for simplifying the commerce at point of sale as well as online. So towards that end, quite frankly, just a solution has been ready, waiting for customers to show up and merchants, just as clients, to be ready to offer up the full-on contactless experience beyond just a tap, but also through the mobile device by virtual wallet. And with this pandemic, we are seeing far more let's call it uh, adoption as well as openness from the consumers to be able to use their mobile devices to ultimately truly have further adoption of contactless payments by virtue of multiple methods I mentioned as we navigate uh, the future. Thank you, Norbert. Sounds great, Arvind. Thank you. Jerome. UANSFER brings contactless payments even further by enabling shoppers to pay for in-store and online purchases using popular mobile wallets. How does UANSFER enable that? Hi, Norbert. Thank you for having me. Through a simple onboarding process, we enable retailers to accept all major global wallets, and this is both online and in-store, to reach 2 billion digital wallet consumers. Digital wallets such as Alipay, WeChat Pay, and KakaoPay are already hugely popular in Asia and are by far and away the preferred payment method of billions of consumers. The pandemic has also resulted in the launch of domestic wallets and has increased its adoption in North America with PayPal and Venmo being first movers. Our supported wallets are all contactless, which creates for a safer shopping experience for customers as well as store associates. Um, and the Asian wallets we support also eliminates chargebacks and fraud 
and reduces transaction fees by 65% when compared to international card acceptance. Beyond supporting a consumer's preferred payment method, digital wallets have a number of additional benefits embedded in each wallet. If we use PayPal as an example, customers can access PayPal credit and PayPal's pay and for installment payment option, which is already very popular with customers. Pay and for increases customer spending per visit and um, the PayPal integration also enables loyalty programs such as punch cards and PayPal incentives to encourage more frequent visits. Venmo also attracts more digitally savvy consumers through friendly endorsements on the Venmo social commerce feeds and has multiplier effects when consumers share their purchases. Suffice to, suffice to say, there are many benefits in accepting QR-based wallets beyond just being a contactless payment option. Thanks, Norbert. Wow, so you can even tie in loyalty, very interesting. So even quick response are often referred to as uh, QR codes are becoming another mainstream contactless payment method, Jerome. Can you explain how they work, the QR codes, please? Of course. So in store, the cashier simply selects the digital wallet, such as Alipay or PayPal on the point of sale. The customer then presents their QR code via the Alipay app. The cashier would then scan the customer's QR code and the payment syncs with the point of sale. Online, instead of just seeing credit cards, you now have the option to pay with the various digital wallets we support, such as Alipay and WeChat Pay. And all of this takes less time um, than a credit card transaction. So it's easier for cashiers and the consumers. It sounds very uh, exciting. Arvin, last week I read the press release about your partnership and saw that Gesta Omnichannel and Point of Sale software suite is now fully integrated with UAnswer. How easy or hard was that to do? And why was it important for your company to do that? Well, thank you, Bert. So some of the bullets that, uh, that Jerome pointed out in terms of future of the payments, not just being contactless, being the convenience, is also the holistic experience for the customer, not only for the first time when they're interacting with the merchant, but also for repeated and future transactions and potentially for bankers and the merchants to be able to offer loyalty rewards associated with that were some of the key drivers that keep coming up, especially with the newer millennial shoppers who are increasingly looking to have more holistic digital experience at all points of their journeys for any kind of shopping they do. Uh, so for Jesta, it was a natural extension to keep on expanding its ecosystem of payment that Jesta offers for its point of sale or for e-com transactions that are done through Jesta's ecosystem of applications for its clients, for their customers worldwide. And what we liked with the, with the Yuanswer was their, their different approach, almost uh, leapfrogging a whole bunch of other payment partners that just have integrated with, whereby Yuanswer's approach seemed to be more, you know, hey, let's go where the world is today and gonna get there tomorrow. QR codes were the central piece of their philosophy and that was one side that was very exciting for Jester to explore. But then second, more importantly, 
it's a global nature of that where beyond EMVs, the Europe, MasterCard, and Visa, and all the other uh, payment cards that we are familiar with and we use, their their notion and their adoption of Alipay, which is a global behemoth in Asian market and now increasingly becoming very very relevant in North America as well as PayPal, and all of them together in a very frictionless experience that they could potentially offer to the customer shopping at just as clients shopping channels was 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 exciting to explore further and that's how we 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 figured that let's two teams talk to each other we put the engineers together and quite frankly given the open architecture that for is built on and given the open api transaction system that just as the us had it was practically nothing more than handshake under the hood that had to happen by following best practices. And within less than three months, I believe, both teams were able to certify end-to-end. -end. And so it was very, very, uh, let's call it seamless integration, uh, working with Yuansfer. Thank you, Arvin. Yeah, globalization is very important to a lot of retailers, e-tailers, and consumers today. Jerome, security is of primary concern to consumers when it comes to any form of payment processing. Can you speak to transfers uh, security protocols? Of course, security is top of mind for us at Wansfer. Uh, unlike credit cards, sensitive information does not pass through our system. Transactions are tokenized, encrypted, and authenticated to ensure security uh, without transmitting or storing any sensitive user information in the process. Regarding the information flow um, in the wallet checkout journey, we transmit encrypted user QR code data, then we decrypt and authenticate at the wants for server, and we decrypt and authenticate at the wallet server. Arvin, similar question for you and Jesta. Um, Jesta's been in business for over 50 years. Data security is of primary concern to retailers and e-tailers. Can you speak to Jesta's security protocols and cloud commerce platform? Yeah, so thank you, Norbert. So security and data protection is by far one of the biggest drivers for businesses and consumers to see and determine which brands, companies, businesses they want to be associated with. So, so Jester's approach has been that when it comes to the client's data in general and consumer data in particular, we have taken a whole other layers of separation, many more degrees of separation and, 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 and clustering or firewalling. In simple terms, everything that, Jester, that runs through Jester's databases, no matter which cloud it runs on, is automatically by default encrypted. Number two, beyond that database level encryption, access to clouds is also following the latest and greatest security protocols so that only associates, users, consumers, businesses who have had multiple handshakes of security uh, verification are allowed to access those applications. But the next layer is also very important where when it comes to the customer's data, by far the most important variant of data for customers is the payment card data, of course. 
following EMV alone is not necessarily enough because ultimately the point of sale system or e-com system that clients are using would need to communicate to the payment processor to the customer's wallet on the other side in a manner that is not only secure but also make sure that none of the payment card information gets compromised. So what Jester's philosophy has been, don't ask, don't tell, which translates to Jester will never ever keep any payment card imprint on its, any of the databases whatsoever, with the exception of maybe handful of last three or four digits of payment card as a secured way so that you are able to identify the transaction when each individualized payment card that was used. So we are always, always since the beginning, making sure the payment card and all such information is never entering into our application ecosystem. So therefore the notion of that, that information getting compromised is irrelevant. And this philosophy has served us well because it has allowed us to and partner with companies like Yuansfer where they do what they do best, which is making sure that their communication to the banks or all the other counterparties within the payment journey are all following appropriate to the degree necessary security protocols. Not bad. Sounds like retailers and consumers can rest assured that both Yuansfer and Jesta have great security protocols and encryptions in place. With the sharp downturn in tourism, retailers and e-tailers to unlock new ways to enhance demand, tailor merchandise and continue to support international consumers, accepting multi-currency was traditionally the big challenge. Now, accepting different payment methods is the big challenge. Jerome, can you speak to the benefit retailers achieve by engaging the Jesta and Uansfer solution to support global consumers and really just to increase their sales revenues? Great question. Um, so there's a payment barrier between Asian shoppers and U.S. retailers. Asian consumers purchase $140 billion worth of U.S. goods each year, yet they're unable to use their preferred payment methods. So there's less than 14% credit card penetration rate in Asia. So Asian consumers have to jump through hoops in order to access credit cards and uh, cash to shop here in North America. They also face low credit limits on those credit cards and high decline rates upwards of 10 to 30% due to PIN requirements and geolocation risk triggers. The consumer also buys less or completely abandons a purchase when their preferred payment method is not supported with HubSpot reporting that 59% of online shoppers abandon their cart when their preferred payment method is unavailable. This is also a huge problem for US retailers um, as they're unable to accept uh, mobile payment methods and lose 200 billion in sales due to those abandoned carts. The Asian walls we support is a direct bridge to these Chinese consumers. Once has increased retailer sales 25% by engaging, um, by enabling global customers to pay with their preferred payment methods. And on top of that, digital wallet providers such as Alipay provide promotions and marketing services to help retailers build their brand recognition with, uh, with their 1.3 billion Alipay users. Thank you, Norbert. Wow, 1.3 billion Alipay users. <laughs> that's, 
what a number to think of. Jeez. So the pandemic really has uh, compounded the demand for all things digital, which really in turn has enabled innovation, efficiency, and um, new retail technologies for businesses to scale up. Arvin, what new innovations has Jesta developed to help retailers with their digital transformation? Uh, great question, Norbert. It's, a, it's always about customer, consumer, associate, and their experience. And access to the information is, is paramount to deliver and package that experience uh, all around. So Jester has been, since the beginning of its journey 50 plus years ago, has been a company that has been obsessed with efficiencies, optimization, and single version of truth for enterprise customers of Jesta who are by and large wholesale and retail organizations worldwide. And it, so for those businesses through Jesta solutions, businesses are able to have always been able to how much inventory they carry, who are their customers, how much demand is not today but also tomorrow for those products that they sell would be and ultimately lay down the supply chain to deliver those products in time to their channel partners, including consumers. So that's what Jesta's DNA has been. But in recent times, the last decade or so, especially with the adoption of technology, all the way downstream to the factories, even in Asia, China, Bangladesh, and such, as well as I mentioned earlier, with the complete democratization of smartphones, which is basically a computer in a wallet of everybody who's walking and, and a shopper, whether it is a shopper as a consumer or associate in a store or associate in a head office. So with the adoption of those, those technologies, it was just natural for Jester to now package all the information that always it had for its clients into its databases and ultimately take the information to next level by converting that information, that data into tangible, actionable, and using machine learning even, and artificial intelligence algorithms, crunching all that onto the cloud and serving that back down to everyone in head office, in store, so that when, when Norbert, for example, were to walk into a client store, they will be recognized, be immediately acknowledged as with the, with the last name or a first name, whatever Norbert might prefer. But on top of that, our clients associates will be able to say, hello, Mr. Norbert, thank you for your visit. Hey, by the way, we know that you celebrated your birthday a couple of weeks back, belated happy birthday to you, and hopefully you enjoyed that extra coupon that we sent to you for your birthday to be able to get a gift on our behalf. And, you know, last time when you came, you are looking at these, these, these products, and we have an extra couple of things that we thought you would like. So would you like us to now bring you into the area and on a mobile device, have you quickly see, and perhaps we might inspire you to consider buying them. And by the way, if you like to go, and if you're traveling, or if you want to have it gift wrapped and send it somewhere, we'll take care of all that. And please, before you leave, you don't have to pay or put out your card information. We already have all the information 
in our accounts, would you like us to charge it to automatically to your preferred method of payment that you always used? And so six or seven bullets I touched upon, not very. Those are, there's a lot of behind the scenes action that happens to enable that what would seem like a very simple workflow of a customer journey into a store. So Jasta has been busy building out and commercializing all the touch points whereby data takes a center stream, the customer on the other side, and making sure our clients are able to offer the experience and the convenience and the safety all around, however, whenever, and wherever customer or associate might be. You know that. Yes, uh, technology adoption to support omni-channel and unified commerce is very important for clientele. I totally agree. Jerome, what one piece of advice would you give businesses as they try to successfully navigate evolving shopping and payment expectations this year? That's another great question. My advice is listen to your customers, both current and future customers. Contactless payments are growing in acceptance and installment payments are becoming mainstream. By supporting your uh, consumer's preferred payment methods, you build customer loyalty, you increase shopping frequency, and also increase the average purchase amount per visit to your store. With, with the growing importance of cross-border shopping, it is critical that retailers support the preferred payment methods of its global customers and convert those sales. Thank you, Norbert. Totally agree. So, yeah, you, retailers must support the consumer preferred payment methods. Arvin, a similar question for you. What one piece of advice would you give to a retailer if they are considering a technology upgrade to support point of sale and mobile wallets? Yeah, well, my, my recommendation would be very much similar to a couple of bullets I hinted earlier. And Jerome kind of mentioned that, you know, listen to your customers. Customers expecting same, if not better, level of experience as they interact with, for example, on Amazon, on Amazon.com, or automated checkout systems Amazon have in some of their pilot stores. So the bar is very, very high. But first thing first, my advice for any multi-channel retailer is that while they focus on digitization and digital commerce and e-commerce, they ought to try to do simple things in their store to at least begin to have a journey towards same similar experience that they offer online but in the store by making it very seamless and easy when it comes to the payment checkout as well as returns of the transactions without having a customer or for a consumer feel they are being gone through a very serious audit control before a transaction gets returned. So listen to the customers, do the simple technology adoptions where it remembers who the customer is, makes the checkout experience to be frictionless, enable or invest into technologies that if not today, tomorrow won't hold them back when customers would want global or local want to be able to pay by whatever their payment method or preference might be, including wallets. Thank you, Norbert. 
That was very, very, very informative. Thank you, Arvin and Jerome, for today's conversation. Our topic today was retail's dynamic road to recovery, how the pandemic has accelerated the adoption of contactless payments and QR codes. Just a global developer and provider of business management software solutions for retailers, retailers, and wholesalers, and you answer a leading alternative payment platform that helps businesses connect with consumers around the world are both available to answer any questions that you may have following this podcast. Please feel free to contact Jesta at marketing at jestais.com or uansfer at support at uansfer.com. Your feedback and questions are very welcome. Thank you all for listening. We look forward to bringing you another episode of Taking Stock, Talking All Things Retail. See you soon.